Hi, and welcome to Coffee and Pearls, 15 minutes of wisdom for Catholic moms. I'm Sterling Jaquith, and I'm just popping in quickly today to do a quick podcast on painful marriage and Valentine's Day. So the internet will no doubt be covered by hearts and candy and balloons and presents and cookies today. Once again, a Catholic holiday, which is short for Holy Day, or a different way of saying that, has been co-opted by our secular culture. And, you know, I don't really mind that, actually. I mean, I don't like the commercialization of it, um, but I don't mind the pictures. You know, we have a really lovely book about St. Valentine, and so when I see all of this stuff online and and the hubbub we make about this holiday. I think I think he would be proud that at least people are stopping and doing nice things for the ones that they love. You know, if you were remembered for creating more love in the world even if just for one day and even if it's because the stores and the commercials told you to, I I still think that's good. We we need more love in the world. But where we get into trouble is when we believe that the absence of the candy, the absence of the balloons, means an absence of love. Or when we sell ourselves on the lie that love means warm and romantic feelings. As I was getting ready to do this podcast, I just, I decided to look up the definition of romantic in the dictionary. And it was funny um, because it talked a lot about books and movies and characters who fall in love. And even the verb definition said to invent or relate romances, to indulge in fanciful or extravagant stories or daydreams. And so even the definitions were kind of circular, right? So when I looked up romantic, it referenced romance, which then referenced romantically, which then referenced romance again. So let's be honest, if the dictionary is a bit confused about romance, it's no wonder that we are confused as well, especially because we're surrounded by characters in movies and songs and television, and those are made-up characters, but we're also surrounded by characters online, on Facebook and Instagram, and nobody really believes that the pictures that were snapped today are a strong indication of anyone's relationship, right? The cookies or the chocolates has, does not tell us whether someone has a good marriage or not, right? Or whether they love their kids more or less than we do. And we shouldn't even really be thinking about that or comparing ourselves to others. But I can see why we're confused. Now, it's no secret that my marriage is going through a rough patch. And I'll be honest, it's probably the number one reason I don't podcast more. Um, Not that I'm sad all the time. I think we function quite well. Um, But like, I just, I feel like a fraud, right? I just, it feels really weird to podcast when your marriage isn't strong or happy, I guess. Um, And I don't feel like that when I'm struggling with the kids or even like my weight or getting pregnant again, those kind of other things. But for some reason, when my marriage is feeling rocky, it's hard for me to come here and just like tell everyone how to be better versions of themselves. And so 
even though we're going through a rough patch, although let's let's be honest, I'm not sure if patch is the word you can use if it's been three years, right? Like I think we can upgrade to orchard maybe. Like maybe we're in a rough orchard of marriage at the moment. Um, and I'm sure on the outside, my husband and I are really good partners and we take care of our home and our business and our kids. And we even do a good job of taking care of each other, right? Like doing nice things for each other. But it's the feelings that are missing, the warmth, the romance. And that's not entirely surprising after eight plus months of abstinence. And this is the second time we've had to do that. Um, lots more abstinence than that, but the second time we've hit the eight month mark. But since today seems to be about celebrating feelings, whether we're consciously doing that or not, I just wanted to get on here and say, you know, it's okay if you feel crummy. It's okay if your marriage is strained and the sight of all the heart garlands and the frosted cookies makes you feel a little bit bitter. Let those feelings bubble up. Feelings are not wrong or sinful. Notice them. Name them if you can. Right? Uh, you might be thinking, gosh, I thought there'd be more sacramental grace. Where's the grace? What does grace feel like? Or how can this be the person that God meant me to be with? I must have gotten it wrong. Or I just, I love my family so much, but I also feel so trapped. Maybe you woke up today and you just thought, I feel so lonely. And I have felt all manner of things in the last three years. And the way that we prevent feelings from turning into sins, right, is that we don't chew on them. We don't indulge in them. We don't throw ourselves a pity party. We don't drown in them. And we don't accept our feelings as the truth. They may be true, but they may not be. And it takes wisdom and maturity to stand up and say, ugh, it's all his fault. That may be your feeling. But to stop and go, is it? Why do I think that? Why is this feeling coming up for me? So here's what I do when I start to have these, you know, dark feelings, sad feelings, bitter feelings. I do three things. First, I share them with God. He's my best friend. I share more with God than my real best friend. And that's appropriate. He wants to hear everything about my day and all of my hopes and all of my fears even if i say if even if i'm saying god i'm scared that you got it wrong and of course he didn't get it wrong but i can still tell him that i just tell him next i remind myself that love is a sacrifice this is the you know shake it off girlfriend it's time to be real with yourself. You knew that love was sacrifice. You may not have known what that was going to feel like for 40 years, but it shouldn't be a surprise. Or if it is, it's time for you to get educated about that right now so that we can pop any illusion that you have that love is about feelings and candies and hearts and balloons. True love has always been about deep sacrifice. And I think that's one of the reasons why Frozen is so popular. It's really one of the only movies that shows true sacrifice just simply for the love of another. 
And we're so drawn to stories about real sacrifice for love because that is at the heart of love. And so I remind myself about that. I tell God my feelings. I remind myself that love is about sacrifice. And then I serve. I get up and I clean the dishes. And I make sure the towels are the way that he likes them, even if my heart feels cold. And I remind him of an appointment so he's not late, even if I don't remember what flirting feels like. And I hold his hand every night when we pray, even when I'm so steaming mad or hurt or angry or lost or lonely. Because we serve God first and foremost. I love my husband a great deal and he loves me. And I... I'm confident that we don't know how to navigate the world of romance, especially in great times of abstinence with six babies and entrepreneurship and our current major house projects that we didn't choose but are happening. But I do know we know how to love each other because we serve each other when the feelings aren't there. And that's real sacrifice and it's real love. I have no idea if we're going to figure out the feelings piece, but I know that we're honoring what God asked of us. And my deepest desire is still for heaven and for sainthood. And I just really hope and I often pray, Lord, is this what you're asking? Am I at least one pinky toe on the narrow path in that direction? And so I'm praying for all of you today who may be feeling left out or hurt on this Valentine's Day. I feel you. But remember St. Valentine and his bravery. He fought hard for marriage and we certainly need more of that attitude in the world these days. And then on a completely and totally unrelated note, but this is happening right now, Maybe it's related. Maybe taking care of our bodies and our souls is a great way to honor our marriage. But the Fit and Holy Challenge is back this year. And instead of happening at the beginning of January, she's doing it during Lent, which I think is super awesome. And so if you remember from last year, it's a six-week challenge. And you track all these things with points. You track your prayer time, your water, your exercise. And then there's like and then there's a, a, like a spiritual challenge each week and then a health challenge each week. Um, and it's for any, any level of exercise. So even if you were in bed rest, you could still do it, right? You would just be like, oh, I'm really dedicated to doing, you know, arm exercises and that's what I'm going to do. So there's, there's no fitness requirement for it. It's mostly about bringing attention to just being healthier and improving your, your prayer life. So there's an awesome points tracker. There's Catholic prizes each week. I'll be honest. I've never won a prize, but I still think the challenge is awesome and fun. Um, it's just really fun. I, I love, I don't know how she does it, but it's just fun. And I could use a little bit of that. So I'm doing the challenge again this year. I said I was going to do it last year and I even threatened to win, but then I got pregnant. So I most definitely did not win. Uh, but this year I'm not going to threaten to win. I'm just going to try to do it and beat my personal record from the last two times I've done it. So I hope you will join me. Check it out fitandholychallenge.com. Sign up. Registration closes on the 27th and then the challenge starts on the 29th Um, because the challenge always starts on a Saturday. So you'll have a couple days of Lent without the challenge and then it starts that Saturday. So sign up. I'll be there. It's going to be awesome. 
<sighs> love is difficult, you guys. Loving those little monkeys who are self-centered barbarians from the time that they're born until we teach them not to be as rough. Marriage is rough. Even friendship is rough. Being human, I think. Just being human is rough because we're all so flawed and we want so deeply to be loved and known. And so I'm praying, I'm just praying about love today. Love and throwing it all out into the world and we could all use a little bit more of that. Thank you for listening to Coffee and Pearls and have a blessed day.